0: everybody, welcome back to The Cut. Sean, Randy, and Christian are here for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. That's right, I switched it up this time. Randy, how are we doing? Doing good,
1: man. Uh, just graduated yesterday. Had a little bonfire party last night. Yeah, let the, record,
0: let the record show that I wasn't the reason that we didn't record yesterday. That's fucking, it's just a saying.
1: shock. It's a shock. Uh, it's true. I mean, just- it, was, it was a surprise thing. I was literally about to go to a bonfire for 40 minutes, and then all of a sudden I was like, ooh, people drove from Toledo. Not good. Oh, wow.
0: yeah. oh, so Christian got all mad at me yesterday, and it wasn't even my
2: fault. <laughs> yeah, it ended up being Randy's fault. I wasn't mad at him, though, because it was a better reason. <laughs> than, you know, umpiring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not mad at me. Oh, yeah, I'm never really mad at either of you. Except for when we talk about football. You think? <laughs> like on last podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That was some quality back and forth, except you, you kinda got you kinda got a little bit defensive. I did. You also, uh, you also said that Peyton Phil is a better running back than I did Melvin it. Gordon. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know
2: what I said. Damn You man. also said also, that
0: Phil Lindsay was a better running back than Melvin Gordon. Just hey,
2: no one on Twitter called me on that. Yeah. And I put it in the clip. So
0: No, I I I think it's because Randy and I gave enough back to you that they didn't need to.
2: Yeah, but they might not have heard that in the clip. I don't remember. I don't care. Move on. It's last
0: week. (laughs) He's not a better running back. Just saying. All right. So um, thanks for joining us. Uh, As always, follow us on all of our social media. We are going to be cranking out some more stuff here once the clock turns to June. Stay tuned for um, our consensus rankings. Those should be out next weekend. If I'm right, I'm a... uh, We're waiting on you. I'm not not the only one that's...
1: No, Sweet still has to finish a couple too. Yeah,
0: yeah. don't give me that stuff. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we'll be ramping up our uh, articles as the clock turns to June. I mean, we're two months away from drafting all the time. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm still... I will still go to my grave saying that football's going to start on time. Maybe it's just a... Wish that I have, but I I just think it'll happen. Um, so we did a poll on our Twitter page um, a couple of days ago. I don't know where this came from, Christian. You might have to dive into that a little bit. Um, but the question was: Will Kyler Murray be QB five or better in a standard league in twenty twenty? Sixty one of sixty one percent of you said yes. Thirty nine percent said no. I don't know why this even happened. Why you
2: know? I just thought maybe we'll do some weekly polls it'll be fun and i thought of like the best line for kyler because he was already a top 10 quarterback of course he's going to finish as a top 10 guy this year i think <laughs> so the best line i thought is probably qb5 um though i th- i think that may have been on the low end i think maybe qb4 or better uh would have been more in line with consensus now we i don't know where kyler's going to finish in our consensus rankings I don't believe he's going to be QB five or better. He's going to be close, but um, that's why I I kind of wanted to see what the consensus was. And I mean, 61% think that he's going to be a a quarterback five or better. And one guy that responded was like, Oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's him. It's tough for that last spot, but he forgot about Russell Wilson. Like that. I think, this was a good line, and it was really even until the very end, until like three hours before it
0: expired. So, yeah, and then we ended up getting let's see how many votes did we get on that poll? I wish Christian would have talked for a little bit more. Uh, we had 168 oh, yeah. votes. Cut,
1: cut off perfectly. <laughs> we had a hundred,
0: we had 168 votes. So, I mean, I'm now I'm no math, whiz, but that's like more than a 90 of you saying yes to Kyler Murray being QB five or better. I I figured it was because I know you guys have these stupid arguments like Matt Stafford being elite that you guys have with each other that you eventually take to other people. So I figured it was one of those stupid things, but apparently it wasn't.
1: I don't take it to Mm -hmm. other people. Christian's tired of (laughs) losing the argument. So he has to go cry to other people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, and
2: if there was an argument here, I would say that he will be. And Randy would say that he probably
1: won't be I think
2: I'd uh, say I'm not, just, I'm not giving you, anything
1: away of a next week true. episode bro just let let it go <laughs> <laughs> fair to
0: me fair. maybe four might be a little high but in that five to seven range I can definitely see it
3: yeah,
0: so
4: sure.
0: um but all right so let's get into it today what we're gonna do is uh we have a new segment called say yes to the regress um what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about a couple players that each of us believe uh, the regression is going to come for them in 2020. I know uh, when you look at fantasy football, that word regression is such a crap word, but it happens. It happens every year, and we'll talk about some guys that we think are going to regress either positive or negatively. And then uh, we have a special little treat for you guys. Um, We recently, I've been trying to do this for two weeks now, and we finally got it up and running. Uh, our, our own, another dynasty draft. Um, we created another dynasty league, but we added Brandon into this one. Uh, we have 10 teams, super flex, tight end premium. So 1.5 points per reception for tight ends. Uh, we're going to do, we, we've we already started that draft. Um, it's one of the longer drafts. We're doing about four hours per pick. We're through about three rounds, but we're going to mock out some of it just because um, I want, it was my idea just because we all have our set positions and I think it'll be fun. To dive into another kind of a different style dynasty draft from the one we've already done the one we had the rookie draft back in april so um let's go ahead and get right into it for our first segment say yes to the regress and i'm gonna go ahead and start so we're each gonna talk about two players my first one is i talked about how much i love him at his adp i i will I, this whole year i'm going to be talking about him robert woods and i'm gonna i'm gonna start start with The plus. He's going to be better this year than he was last year, even though he was very good last year. So there's not much I need to talk about because he had a 1.4% touchdown rate. That is unheard of. Uh, I talked about how he finished with five more points per game last year than Cooper Cup in the second half of the season. And that's not going to change. No more Brandon Cooks. So he's going to be targeted more often now this season. And He's been the Los Angeles target leader each of the last two years. That's going to continue, and he's going to find the end zone. I mean, he had half. He had two receiving touchdowns. He had one rushing touchdown at the entirety of 2019, and he played all 16 games. And he still ended up as a top 28 wide receiver. Like he's, I, I think, he, I firmly believe he's going to finish top 15 because he's going to find the end zone more. Brandon Cooks isn't going to be taking as much deep stuff. Cooper Cup is more of the short routes until he breaks one off like he had a couple times last year. But I do believe that both of these guys can be fantasy relevant. And Robert Woods, if you draft him in the fifth or sixth round, you're going to be laughing all the way to the bank.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a guy that in 2018, well, in 2019, he got more targets and catches and somehow only had three total touchdowns. (laughs) and. 2018, he had seven. So, I I mean, he's definitely going to regress back to the mean. And I would I, – I mean, he finished at a decent spot last year. I'd say he gets at least five or six touchdowns just because he does have a good rushing floor too. So,
2: Yeah. I, I'm on board with this. Now, I have a question for you guys. If you went – Two running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback in a Superflex <laughs> <I mean>, Dynasty <laughs> team. Oh, wow! You're would you be dude. comfortable with Robert Woods?
0: <laughs> yes,
2: yes, I would. Not so, as my
0: wide receiver To be honest with you, not a wide receiver one. If he was my wide receiver two, I'd feel I'd feel great about that. But probably not as a wide receiver one. Interesting. Knowing, knowing this is only a ten-team league, also I think that I think that plays a factor.
2: That's true. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I
0: hate
1: you so much.
2: Well, and it depends on who's left. I, uh, and we'll I, talk about that later. If,
1: <laughs> I mean, personally, if I'm going like around the projected points he's probably going to get compared to the amount of points that ranked wide receivers last year, he's going to be probably wide receiver one currently
0: So, Randy. for a lot of people. Randy, hypothetically, let's say you started with Ezekiel Elliott, George Kittle, Miles Sanders, and Dak Prescott. If you started with those, man, two. I
1: wouldn't be happy with that team. I guess. Oh, <laughs> no, for real. No i i'd be I'd be okay <laughs> with Robert Woods there, but again, it, you're gonna have to almost double down to make sure you have two solid guys. Then, where if you would have been a little bit more variant earlier, you could have. <laughs> been a little bit uh, more divisive and he could win your wide receiver too and been even yeah. better
0: again. And it, and again, it depends on how the board falls. I mean, hypothetically, you look at ours, oh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams that have either one receiver or no receivers to start the draft. So there's still some big names on the board, but it's possible that there is a run on receivers that's going to start in the next, in the next fifth or sixth round for us, just how this has fallen already. Yeah. And I'm the only guy in this draft to have three. So there's going to be a lot of receivers that are going to start to get knocked out. Yeah. We'll see. So, who, hi, is? Randy, who is your, who, who are you? Oh. Are you saying yes or are you saying no to this regress? <laughs> for Woods? No, you're an oh. idiot.
1: I'm not up next.
3: Yes, there you, you are.
1: are. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> How did I skip mine? I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I literally was already down to Christians. Like, what are you talking about? All right. Fits. Fits. I get
0: it. what letter comes after A?
1: Wow. B? Which I should know because that's most of my grades. All right. Uh, all right. For me. Mine is going to be Aaron Jones, and I have this as a negative regression candidate because of his ungodly touchdown number last year. He finished as RB2 total last year with 19 touchdowns in total. This is probably never going to happen for Aaron Jones again. I don't see him ever getting 19 again. I'm not sure he's a Packer again next year, to be 100% honest. I think he will be, but it's going to be close. Uh, they did just bring in A.J. Dillon to be at least a part of the Arby's of the future. I do think it's probably going to be him and AJ Dillon for the next foreseeable future, but his numbers have to go down. He got a lot of boosted touches and touchdowns with Williams being banged up a good amount last year. And he was basically just left as a workhorse guy with not a true third running back. And I think that's why they went with Dylan, but I'm not trying to (laughs) look at the Packers draft and say they did something smart. So I'll just uh, just keep moving along there. Uh, (laughs) He just there the touchdowns and the efficiency number from Aaron Jones last year are just off the charts, and it's not to his skill level. I do think he's a I think he's a really good running back. He does have a shot to be an RB one, but he's not going to be RB two total.
0: It just won't happen. I mean, you look at his touchdown. You look at his rushing touchdowns. He, he went four times the amount of rushing touchdowns he had in 2017, and he doubled the amount of touchdowns he had in 2018. So, yeah, I mean, he doubled from 17 to 18. He doubled from 18 to 19. I swear to God, if he has 32 touchdowns, I will quit this <laughs> podcast and never play fantasy football again. But, uh, I mean, you, you, look at, and you look at his yards per carry, it dropped by a full yard. Now, granted, yeah. it was four games in 19, but it just shows how unsustainable that number really is. Yeah,
1: especially when you have the Packers who are – very committed to a committee system especially with bringing in a third running back now they will be splitting between all three dylan is not going to be just taken away from williams he is going to be taken away from both he has every chance by the end of the year to be taken away goal line touches as well because he is a big bruiser and he's he's got a different skill set than any of other running backs for the packers like i did say i do really like jones but i do think he has every chance and honestly almost 100% certainty that he's going to regress in touches, yards, workload percentage, and touchdown this year. Because of that, he's being drafted very high. He's at best going to be a back-end RB1 on a team that could be struggling because they still didn't help out the receiving court. Except Devin Funchess, obviously. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I, I do really like him. I think he's going to be an RB1. Worst case, he's going to be RB13, 14, but there's people that are expecting RB two production from him, and it's just never going to come again.
0: Like like the RB2, not RB two, not our not a yes, running the
1: RB two. They're expecting him to either have a better year than last year keep that up, and it just won't happen.
2: Yeah, well, and, and one thing you touched on, you said by the end of the year, Dylan might take the goal line work. I think there's a good chance that, like in goal line sets, Dylan's out there week one, and <laughs> he very well could be. And I know you and I have kind of disagreed on what to expect from Dylan this year, um, it, and I'm biased because I have him in our other Dynasty
1: League. Shocker. So, Christian, as yeah. a player, became biased. Never saw a cover. <laughs>
0: yeah, wow. Right? I, and I minute, I just, in Christian's defense, my Robert Woods thing is kind of because I traded for him from Frank, but I would have probably gone that way either way because <laughs> his numbers are so unbelievable in the opposite direction.
2: Yeah. Well it, and you and you look at the like you said, the the type of runner AJ Dylan is, like he's perfect for the goal line. He's yeah. He's gonna punch the ball in because no one can freaking tackle him.
1: So yeah, he's perfect short yardage, spell back, especially in the early downs, whereas Williams can still be more of a pass catcher. That's really not Dylan's skill set. He can do it a little bit, but it's just not where he's at. He got he has to improve that way, but he's got time. He's gonna also, be on the field, is the biggest thing and I don't know how <laughs> big
0: of a role it plays but Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are both unrestricted free agents after the season who knows if by the end of the year if the Packers aren't in contention who because we don't I mean I don't know how they're going to be I haven't done my um, standings projections yet but who knows if they want to try out AJ Dillon more towards the end of the year because they, they it's possible they could let both of those running backs walk
1: yeah it's, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, especially with yet another good running back class coming in. I would mm-hmm. assume they keep one of them, but that's the thing. They want a committee system. It could be every chance that Williams wants a little bit of money and Jones wants all the money. So <laughs> they're already paying Rodgers so much money. They have no money to fix anywhere else. They Aaron can't Jones
0: in Tampa Bay in 2021. No.
2: Nah. So. Well, I saw Aaron Jones like four or five days ago said he wants to be a Packer for the rest of his life. So, yeah, I it, mean, it's worth noting that he, if he's saying that, then that indicates he'd probably be willing to take a little bit of a pay cut,
1: but it's not a direct correlation. That's the problem. Yeah. Shaq yeah. Barrett wants to be a Buccaneer, but he didn't take a pay cut, he got
0: tagged. Jada yeah, Banekani I mean do does not want to be a Brown, but
1: he's
3: going
2: to be. <laughs> We'll see.
0: All right, let's try this. Let's try this again. Christian, are you saying yes or are you uh, saying no to the regress?
2: I am saying both to the regress, and I'll tell you why. My <sighs> guy – yeah,
0: you know Fournette. I'm done. I'm done.
2: <laughs> uh, so I'm going to talk about Leonard Fournette here. I think he's going to regress in, in both ways in 2020. So I think his positive regression is going to come with his touchdown production because, like Robert Woods, he scored just three touchdowns in all of 2019. He had 341 touches. That is a terrible, terrible touchdown rate.
0: Did the you do op- the math on it?
2: No, I don't care about math. Um, <laughs> the offense is improved. Uh, a full year of Gardner Minshew plus some additional weapons is going to equate to more touchdown opportunity. And even if there's not more touchdown opportunity and Gardner Minshew sucks, he's going to get in the end zone more than three times because. That was by far his worst touchdown season despite having three hundred and forty one fucking touches. However for the record,
0: I, for, for the record it's eight thousandths of a percent. Or I'm sorry, eight hundredths of a percent.
2: That doesn't seem right.
0: Point I mean three divided by three forty one.
3: Or should it hmm. Yeah. Three
0: touchdowns and three hundred forty one touches. Yeah. That gets a touchdown rate. Uh, yep, it's three
3: like, divided
0: by, 3 divided like by 341
2: 40%. is 0.008. Yeah. So it's yeah, 800%. Oh, I thought you said 800%. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Damn it. <laughs> um, so he, he's also going to regress negative negatively in 2020. And that's going to come with those 341 touches. The amount of targets that he saw over the first two years of his career was 74. The amount of targets he saw in 2019 was 100. So he put up, what, two full years of targets in a single year in 2019 because the TJ Yeldon role went to him. However, at the back end of the year, right while Armstead was getting some of that work. um Also want to note that he had more catches. He had 76 catches in 2019, and that's more catches than he had targets the first two years of his career. That's insane. That's not going to happen. He's not going to be targeted that much, especially with LaVisca Chennault coming in, uh, Colin Johnson coming in, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson coming in. LaVisca should see some work in the backfield. I mean, you'd think that they'll use him a little more gadget-esque than they typically have because he's not a traditional receiver. He ran Wildcat at Colorado. Um, so you have to assume that he'll take some of those backfield uh, snaps But then even – so say all of that is irrelevant. Say I'm wrong on all of that, which is – it could be true. I mean – You think? Oh, for real. Um, They also signed Tyler Eifert. And where Fournette gets a lot of his work is the middle of the field and the flats. Eifert is that person. They don't need Leonard Fournette to be getting the middle of the field targets
0: anymore. Sure, but uh, Tyler Eifert also is like on like a half of a leg, half of a wrist, I don't know. There's he no had like way. Games like, last year, man. Yeah, but he like. But think about how efficient. How efficient was he in those 16 games? I
2: mean, he was he was all right, but he was also on a shit team. He's going to be on another shit team. I <laughs> I was
1: like, yeah,
2: but... I, I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than Ryan Finley, though, and a, yeah, a good portion of the year sure. with Ryan Finley's. Um, so overall, like, I I feel like Leonard Fournette is going to even out a little bit because the touchdowns are going to come up, the touches are going to come down. It just depends on how much you think those targets and those touches will come down because three or four more touchdowns, which is his normal, uh, so six or seven, that won't fully make up for 30 less catches, which is even 30 less catches is kind of being optimistic, especially with Thompson and Eifert. So it
0: it was eight tenths of it. So it it was like (laughs) 8.8. So it's like. Eight tenths of a percent.
1: I thought we escaped that minute hellhole, but apparently (laughs) it
0: was going to bother (laughs) me. It was going to bother me if I didn't get that right.
1: What bothers me? What the
0: damn stats in the back?
1: What bothers me is that Leonard Fournette is quite possibly the most inefficient person in football, and it just bugs me. So I am all for the negative progression. I do understand he will have some positive regression for the touchdowns, but with 99 touches inside the 10 and three touchdowns, that's insane. You, yeah, it was that not- is awful. And that is exactly why he doesn't have guaranteed money right there. Yeah. And Andy likes to fight, but you know, whatever. We get by that part.
4: <laughs>
1: and Tom Coughlin. whatever. Let's just move on.
3: <laughs> You've been it's talking a lot cool
2: Also, Fournette, like, you never know where he's going to be. Will they turn to Raquel Armstead at some point because they don't care about keeping him? Could happen.
0: No. I mean, yeah, I mean they they already or, didn't they already didn't pick up his fifth year.
3: Yeah, but I mean that's because they don't want to pay him that much. What's going to happen is they're either going to re-sign him again this year or they're going to run him ragged anyways and let him go out in the wilderness half with way too much work on his body before what he's going to get paid.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll go. And I had three, like we had three guys. We should, we cut it to two honorable mention to AJ Brown because his touchdown rate and yards per attempt or yards per target rate are just ridiculously not sustainable. But so if I don't like AJ Brown, I'm not going to like his quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. This is a little more controversial, but here's why he had a 7.7% touchdown rate in 2019. Now, granted it was a smaller sample size. He did come in, pretty much halfway through the year for Marks Mariota. Um, But you could argue that smaller sample sizes create outliers and then outliers create regression, which is something that is, it's, it's a true, I think it's a true statement. And my stats come from CBS sports, but um, not only was the 7.7% touchdown rate better, 3% better than the league average, it was 3.2 better than his entire career average. His entire career average is 4.5 there've only been and there's also only been six quarterbacks throw for more than y- 9 yards per attempt so it's not just his touchdown rate only s- six times since 2000 have quarterbacks thrown for more than 9 yards per attempt not a single quarterback did it in back-to-back seasons and Peyton Manning is the only quarterback to not have his yards per attempt drop by more than a than a full yard so Granted, it was a small sample size, but to me, there's no way Ryan Tannehill is going to sustain those numbers. Plus, let's not forget, Derrick Henry is still a thing. He exists. They re-signed him. They brought him back. They're going to run him a lot. And I just don't see those numbers lasting an entire season.
1: I don't see that touchdown rate lasting. I'll I'll agree with that. We we had this argument earlier, uh, actually a couple weeks ago, I think, was that the touch like because he didn't have a full season, the numbers are gonna go up, obviously. So it's hard to talk about the regression, but that touchdown rate is an obvious regression candidate. There's no way it's gonna stay that high. It, yeah. It's just I mean, he's gonna still get a good amount like he's still gonna be very relevant in fantasy, but we're talking if we're talking redraft, he's definitely a streaming option. He's not a guy you're locking in as your, your top QB every single week. And like like you said, they run through Derrick Henry. I do think him and AJ Brown obviously get a little bit better this year, but because they're working together. But again, there's a lot of concern there.
0: I mean, Tannehill's been in the league for six years. His best touchdown rate was six point two. That was six point two in 2018. He only played in 11 games.
1: I mean, so no, who's his coach? coach.
0: <laughs> don't get, don't yes. no, dare, yes. don't you dare? Yes. <laughs> don't
1: you dare.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, man. So I actually fully disagree with this, I, I do so want to agree with... you think with he's going to be the
0: only quarterback in the last 20 years to no. have that high of a touchdown rate?
2: No. So I think his touchdown rate does come down, but I don't think that equates to him regressing in his fantasy finish because you're going to add nine games to his sample.
0: Sure, but I also made the you point about...
3: Didn't
0: he play but 12 games? He played 12.
3: Yes. Are I'm we better. sure... I'm oh, looking at it right now. He
0: started 10, played. he
2: played 12. I'm, okay. I was I'm looking played. at it I'm pro above. I'm okay.
0: Pro football.
4: okay, dude.
0: Yeah, also, either way. Also, I get it, too, but I, I, let me. his yards per attempt, 9.6. The highest he's had in his career was
2: 7.7. Yeah, I, I, I understand that those things will come down, but if you add in five starts, I mean, I think he's going to come up. In in his fantasy
0: finish. Also, he only threw six interceptions all of twenty nineteen. He's only had one season where he's thrown single digits. Yeah, he, so
1: he's well, going
0: to throw more picks too. Here, here's
1: the big thing: he went twenty two and six in ten to twelve games, depending on how your outlook of him coming yeah. in only like whatever. And that rate, those two rates, is never going to happen again for him. It's more likely he's going to have almost the same touchdown numbers, uh, probably about twenty. 20 to 25 in there somewhere. I haven't looked at the stats for him. I'm not doing that projection. And probably like 10 interceptions, maybe a little bit more, under 4,000 yards. So, like, I agree with Sean to where, like, obviously his QB finish is probably going to be a little bit higher than QB, like, 20 or 22. I can't remember what he finished last year because he didn't play full season. But those numbers are coming way down and coming back to his mean, so regressing back to his average. And for that reason, he's probably going to end up just moving up a few spots in the QB rankings, which is what he's trying to get out that you shouldn't expect him to keep going on. Yeah, like I don't not,
0: see him being a top ten guy. He's not Absolutely
1: gonna completely not. double that going into next year. That's kind of no. wrong. also also yeah.
0: four rushing touchdowns in twenty nineteen. He's not he hasn't had more than one since his rookie season.
1: Yeah, so, so that's he ran, but he ran more last year. He ran yeah, more than so he ever had. When you're well, when you're
2: that's not necessarily true,
0: from- but kind of.
2: Well, when you're bringing up stats from the past, it's all fucking irrelevant to me And because this is a new offense. Derrick Henry is the reason Ryan Tannehill is so effective, but True. also Ryan Tannehill is the reason Derrick Henry is so effective because Ryan <sighs> Tannehill is a really good play-action quarterback. So if you account for that, like he's the perfect fit for the offense, which is why they re-signed him. And I think that he could have – I don't think he's going to regress all the way back to his mean. I think his mean is going to come up a little sure. bit. Sure.
0: But, he, but okay, that's and that that I probably agree with you there too. But I mean, you're talking. Let's say his touchdown rate comes down to six point five percent, which is still going to be the second best. That's still the second best season in his career, other than last year. That's a high percentage. That's a very high percentage if you're starting all sixteen games. His touch, his his interception rate was two point one percent, which is tied for his second lowest in his career. Like, and he, his completion percentage seventy percent in those twelve games he's never had one over 67. Like it's just all well, of these because it was such a small sample size. I just don't see any of these happening again.
1: And the yeah. other part is there was a lot of games where he had a small sample size in every category for passing. Right. So that's, that's I would expect those to have a couple more of those this next year with them just dominating the running game and again that's why we have our concerns with Tannehill. That's I'm 100% yeah.
0: fine with him being a streaming option if you already also have somebody else. I'm not taking him and expecting QB ten plus numbers from him. Yeah. See, not,
2: just, every,
1: not every week, no.
2: And so exactly. I was gonna ask though, like could could you expect that for a weekly finish? Like I think that QB no. ten weeks, see, I feel like that's uh, like,
0: there you go. like there's gonna be some, but there's also I think there's also gonna be some where he's in the thirteen to sixteen range. So I'm not expecting yeah, every week. There's going to
1: be some where he's in the 20 to 28 when he throws throws 15 passes.
0: So I can't expect that every week. So the answer to your question then is no.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's fair. All right, Randy, you're next.
1: Moving on to me, I'm going to another quarterback, and I'm also following our Twitter account, and (laughs) I'm going with what Christian put a massive –
0: And the jersey I'm currently wearing.
1: And the jersey you're currently wearing. He put a massive 14-part tweet out talking about baker mayfield and his year of stardom basically that's that's how i like to put it um he is going to regress back to the mean of his rookie year and back to what he should be getting in his normal touchdown and interception and yards wow. ratios uh he was in 2019 is going to be the worst year of his career i would hope and it was because Kitchens did not know how to use him, didn't run a good scheme for a play-action passing quarterback that likes to sit in the pocket, likes to read quick, likes to hit a guy amazing right off the gate and keep moving down the field and working into his rhythm. He was never allowed to get into rhythm last year. We only saw one or two games where I really thought he got into a rhythm. And he Freddie looked Kins- great. Is
0: a big, fat idiot.
1: I, it's just, I Freddie just wasn't a great game planner. Uh, he definitely needed someone checking him over the shoulder, which is why he, when he came in for offense coordinator with new fresh ideas, he was okay.
0: But, there's a reason he yeah. goes from head coach to quarterback's coach on a bad team.
1: Yes. it. There's a real big problem with Kitchens, and you pile it in with getting rid of a really good guard for an end that did have a pretty good year at the end of it, and two of the worst tackles in the league last year, just statistically speaking, <laughs> It just was a, a recipe a, for death.
0: And a full season of now Kareem Hunt out of the backfield.
1: Yeah. So we pulled in all of that, the bad scheme, bad offensive line play. And, Obviously, and, their offensive line play is bolstered by two really, really good interior offensive linemen. But because of that, it everyone that just looks at analytics only sees – they had an okay line where if you actually watch you can see their tackles are awful. you combine that with 14 defensive pass interference penalties that really hurt him. High never drops from his star receivers in Paham and Landry no separations for his receivers due to long route combinations with no time in the pocket. the line issues kept rolling kept rolling and rolling and he had to keep rolling out constantly. We always argue with each other like why the hell is he rolling out every yeah. single play because he's fearing for his life he's trying to do uh-huh. everything he can. Make I'm this praying team. to
0: God you're right on this to stop our text back to each other about how frustrating it is. But big, Christian and I actually, it's breaking news. Christian and I actually agreed on something. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. If you look just at Baker Mayfield's stats from last year at the end when everything was all said and done, 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, 21 picks. Yeah, the picks is, the picks is kind of worrisome going up from fourteen, But 3,800 yards and 22 touchdowns, that's not bad. Like yep. it, it looked bad, it, like the optics of everything just looked bad of when stuff happened. But he was sacked forty times in twenty nineteen compared to twenty five in twenty eighteen. But Baker Mayfield still ended up with almost four thousand yards, and he's on, and he had forty nine career touchdowns in two seasons. Yeah, and it just goes to show how bad the scheme was. Like you're saying, how bad. Some I mean, Odell Beckham played with a hernia pretty much all season and they were well, still trying to feed him targets. Exactly. And, and Kevin Stefanski, they've already talked about how he's changed Baker's foot, footwork. Baker likes the fact that now he's leading with his left foot. Like, there are a lot – plus, and yeah, it, it sounds like a, a bad season because of – but nobody told you to go out and draft Baker Mayfield as QB4. Like, even well, – even some, some
2: people did do that. So, and, and that brings me back to the weekly poll question. So, I got it in my head for a second is Kyler the next like Baker? Are we going to be just a year early on Kyler? Because no. Baker Kyler no. Kyler's a QB1. They're really. different
0: players. They're different <laughs> players. They're they're, they're completely different. different players.
2: They're different players, yes, but the hype is what I'm like he, the hype he is may- putting Kyler at QB3 right now.
1: But it's not though cuz Kyler was going high last year. He was going yeah. higher than he should have. He, he was going
0: QB8. He was going around QB8. And I didn't and see- yeah, giving you
1: giving you no value for the pick.
0: And in 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 redraft leagues, I still think Kyler's going around QB five or six. Like yeah. Baker went from QB like eighteen to QB four. Like that is a huge jump in one season.
1: Yeah. All right. And yeah. we we talked about all the bad things, and let's go back to the good things. Stefanski coming in comes in with a scheme that's perfect for Baker Mayfield, perfect for our running backs in Cleveland and Chubb and and Hunt. This should be a very improved <laughs> offense with superly improved they added, they added
0: another piece in, in Austin Hooper.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we, well, we brought in Conklin, drafted Wills, going to do more 12 personnel on this new offensive scheme, and that brings in Austin Hooper, and maybe Njoku can have any value. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. either way, that will help improve the offensive line struggles anyways if we could do more 12 personnel, which is what we saw the Rams do when they couldn't do anything last year. They switched to the twelve mm-hmm. personnel just to make it work for that offensive line. They should improve in all aspects of that. They shouldn't be blitzed over two hundred times. They shouldn't get uh, what was it sixty five hurries, both fourth in the NFL for those statistics. Statistics, yeah. yeah. Uh, this run heavy play action scheme will be perfect for Baker. I'm not saying he's going to be a QB one. I'm saying he has every chance to do that. I'm saying that he's definitely going to be about QB. 13 to 15 and he could get a little bit higher just depending on the touchdown outcomes. I am not scared that a guy that's QB20 last year through all these struggles and all these hardships with Cleveland to turn this around and be very close to a QB1 and especially a guy that you're loving in a dynasty startup.
2: Yeah. And in my tweet, um, I said I, I think he is a QB1 because if you look at Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is a QB1 most years under Kevin Stefanski, right? The last two, at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. That's, that's disgusting. If Kirk Cousins <clears throat> can do it, Baker Mayfield can do yeah. it. Like, Jesus, please. I hope I'm right. I hope you're right. I hope we're all right about Baker Mayfield.
0: 10 and 6, baby. Uh,
2: and that's six, what baby. I've got. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the Rams in that because I'm going to talk about a Rams player that benefited from moving to 12 personnel, and that's Tyler Higbee. Tyler Higby finished his tight end 8 in PPR formats in 2019. He accumulated 69 receptions on 89 targets and nearly 750 yards, which are all really good for tight ends in today's landscape. He did all of this while being the tight end 2 on his own team to begin the year. And realistically, he's still the tight end 2 on his team. And that's the problem. People are just kind of sweeping Gerald Everett. Everett under the rug and saying, oh, that guy, I mean, he he really lost out when he got hurt. But if you look at what Gerald Everett was doing before he got hurt, he had four tight end one weeks, and he looked ready to explode in that offense. Because they had to go to that 12 personnel, Higby still had good weeks, but Everett was the guy to have. From weeks four to 11, Gerald Everett was tight end nine, and that was including a bye week. Some of the teams ahead of him didn't have a bye week. So he's realistically tight end five to seven in that spam. And then he got hurt and Tyler Higby took advantage of it. And that's awesome for Tyler Higby. But the people who are drafting Tyler Higby as a top five tight end right now are going to be incredibly disappointed when Gerald Everett is still on the field. I personally believe that Everett will resume his role as the tight end one so they can see what they have. He's in a contract year. They drafted Bryson Hopkins. They know they have Higby for another year after this. I feel as though they're going to give every every opportunity to either be their star tight end or go make some money. I'm sure the Rams are going to continue running that 12 personnel because they didn't help their offensive line, and it's still dog shit. And the thing is, though, is is Jared Goff going to be able to sustain four top 24 guys at their respective positions, if you include Cooper Cup and Robert Woods? There's absolutely no way, especially was, with no running game yeah. behind him.
0: Well, See, I, I almost thought I almost thought you were going to kind of clean up how you typed it, but nope, no, nah, you didn't. You, you you went right through it. No, well, no, they, they would be no, top,
2: top twenty four guys at their respective positions. That's that's exactly. No, I
0: was I was talking about clean up as in like the swearing, but no, no. Oh no,
2: no. I don't. No, this is R rated,
0: but but yeah, I agree because. If if Woods is going to be better, that means someone's going to take a hit. Even with Brandon Cooks leaving, because Brandon Cooks he didn't have a great year, even if even if he was on the team last season. And it would make more sense to be the second tight end, arguably on the same team, than one of the receivers. And Josh Reynolds really had no year to speak of either.
1: Yeah, and you bring in Van Jefferson too, and we're and Cam Akers. We're just there's a lot of new targets in this offense.
0: You have someone, to um, yeah, someone has to take a step down.
1: It's almost an entirely new offense with both of these tight ends in it, like you said. And it was a real struggle for me to do their stats. I mean, I'm not going to give away what we have so far, but it was it was hard to flush it out because I do truly believe in both these guys. They both show the tight end one potential, and I don't know how they're both not on the field a lot. And if that happens, how do you say that one of them's a tight end one?
0: I had to do the Dolphins and the Patriots. I don't want to hear it. What do you um,
1: mean? They just throw a bunch. Have fun. <laughs> screw it.
0: <laughs> but... For the record, Christian has never been a Jared Goff believer anyway.
2: Which, and, and when I was looking at these stats, like Jared Goff threw for a fuck ton of yards last year. He's, he But was it's
0: because they okay. it so much.
2: It's, yeah, exactly. It's because they didn't use Todd Gurley and then they didn't give the keys to Daryl Henderson. And Which he so, I, well, I mean, I'd rather run the ball than have Jared Goff throw for 4,000 yards for no 5,000 yards, I'm pretty sure, actually.
1: I'm just saying there's a reason they drafted Cam Akers so in the second.
2: Yeah, and and I think that he'll get on yeah, the field.
0: It's to screw Sean's dynasty team that he had Daryl <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> Sucks <Exactly>. to suck. <laughs> Watch me draft Daryl Henderson in this league again. I hope so. Good then luck. you draft you draft Malcolm Brown, Christian. We'll see how that goes. No, I dropped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for our regression candidates. Uh, Let's take a break here and we'll get into our superflex tight end premium mock draft that we've already kind of started. Welcome back to the cut. Let's get into this. This is going to be kind of weird. Um, It's going to, it's a little bit weird for us, but we'll make it work because we've already had about four and a half round, three and a half rounds that have already been picked, but um, we want to keep mocking out because I think this will be a good way to not only bring you guys some content, but just get something in our heads about what we're looking at because I'm kind of scared, but um, so Christian had, the Christian had the fifth pick, Randy had the eighth pick, I had the 10th pick, and this is a snake draft, so I had back-to-back picks. Uh, Christian started off with Ezekiel Elliott because you saw McCaffrey, Thomas, Barkley, and Mahomes go one through four. This is a super flex league, as we talked about. Randy had Lamar Jackson fall to him at number eight, which was an easy pick there. I got sniped with Kamara, so I went back-to-back receivers to start my draft with DeAndre Hopkins and Chris Godwin over Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs, which I felt pretty good about. Uh, Back to Randy, he did go Joe Mixon after Julio went in the 202 spot. Christian went George Kittle. So, Christian went running back tight end to start the draft. Randy went quarterback, running back. I went wide receiver, wide receiver. Fast forward here to Christian. Miles Sanders was a pretty easy pick after Derrick Henry went off the board. I know Christian was salivating, hoping Derrick Henry fell to him at the 305. That didn't happen. Christian goes Miles Sanders. Then you see four straight running backs with Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler. Randy goes Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I, again, get sniped with Kyler Murray. So I want Jonathan Taylor to take my first running back in the draft, even though he might not start at the beginning of the year. I think he'll eventually start, and he's going to be a huge running back for fantasy. And then this is the pick that we just logged on. I was debating between Dak Prescott and Kenny Galladay. I went Kenny Galladay, lock up my three receivers. Now I don't have to worry about those for a while. Randy took AJ Brown after Kenyon Drake went off the board. Christian took Dak Prescott, who was the other guy I was considering with my pick at the 406 after Wilson Cooper and went off the board in between. Now is when we start our mock because the last pick that we had before we paused the timer was Todd Gurley. So, Let's go ahead and let's get right into it. Christian will be back on the clock with the 505, and he's looking at two running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback. So, Christian, we see Fournette, Sutton, Allen, Cup, Wentz, Metcalf, Ridley. You're back on the clock. What are you looking at?
2: Well, I have to go receiver. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's a debate there. I, I went with a different type of strategy here because this is my first tight end premium uh, well, league. and to get George Kittle in the middle of the second round, I think is pretty good value for a tight end premium. I think maybe someone, maybe people forgot. I don't know. And I guess it's our second tight end premium league. What the fuck am I yeah, saying? What um, we just, so we're co-owning an, another team. and still we have, isn't over. Yeah. So Kittle and, and Kelsey went at the back end of the first. Granted, that's a 12 team league. So you look at the early Second, I went with Kittle in the middle of the second, comfortable with it. But now I have a needed wide receiver. Calvin Ridley would have been my pick because I think he's a stud. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Keenan Allen here because he's he finishes the wide receiver six last year. He's not terribly old. I have a solid group of running backs already with Zeke and Miles Sanders. It's got to be Keenan Allen. I still think that he's gonna be at least a top 15 wide receiver. And that's what I'm looking at here in the fifth round. I, I kind of punted on wide receivers.
0: So, so uh, <laughs> our league is two, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, two flex, and a super flex. So that's a fair pick. Now Chris is starting to fill out his starting lineup. Randy, let's go to you. We see Stefan Diggs and Melvin Gordon come off the board just before you. So you are on the clock.
1: Okay. Can you show me the running backs? They're left
0: real quick. Okay, let
1: me see, them
0: see. Love and we are sharing a screen here, so that's yes. why they're asking me to show them stuff. Uh,
1: <laughs> can you scroll down to receivers, please, friend?
3: Including Allen Robinson. Yeah.
1: Um, I think just the way this is shaking out here, and with my current team, I think I would go Allen Robinson here, just because I do believe in him more than most. Um. It's just how it... I, I I understand it is tight end premium. I understand super flex, so there's a small consideration for those two positions, but I think a value... Even, with,
0: even after taking Lamar?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think locking up the next guy is a solid option here, but for me, Al Robinson was so great that I, I think he's going to be in line to be... I think him and A.J. Brown are going to be very on that borderline of wide receiver one, obviously wide receiver two, and it helps bolster my team and make it really balanced, which is something that usually doesn't happen for me. Yeah,
0: that's fair. All right. So I see after Randy, Tyler Lockett goes to our friend Steve at five oh nine. So I am on the board with back-to-back picks. And I have three ro- receivers and one running back. So I don't usually like to just I don't usually like to draft specifically on position like I go in with a specific position based draft, but I think I'm good in the wide receiver spot. I have all three of my guys. I don't have a quarterback yet. I don't have a tight end yet. Um, But to me, after you barely barely have a running back. Yeah, right. After you get past uh, Kittle and Kelsey, those other guys Ingram, Evans, probably not Ertz because he's a little bit older and he has obviously Dallas Goddard, but Henry Waller, those guys to me are kind of in the same tier when it comes to dynasty. So I'm looking at this board. My first pick, I think I have to go with a guy that's a for sure starter at running back for his own team. And I'm split between two guys right now. I'm split between David Montgomery and Chris Carson. I know Christian's a big believer in David Mon- in David Montgomery's bounce back year. Uh, mm-hmm. I still think Matt Nagy's an idiot. But um, I'm going to go David Montgomery just because I think he has more of a for, I don't think Tariq Cohen's going to take a ton from him where Chris Carson still has to deal with Rashad Penny whenever he comes back and they drafted the DJ Dallas who might take a little bit from him. So I, I like the feeling of adding Montgomery as my second running back. So now I'm back on the clock and Christian, I sure hope you're right because I'm going to take my first quarterback and feel pretty good about taking Baker. Maybe.
2: Motherfucker. I also want to mention, you didn't even mention Carlos Hyde for Chris Carson.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess I did forget about that. You're right. I apologize.
2: Yeah, which yeah, DJ Dallas is rendered basically irrelevant now, but yeah. he's still there, you know.
0: But David Montgomery, all he really has is three Cohen, and Cohen's more of a slot run re- slot receiver type, anyway. Yeah. So this brings us back to Randy. We saw Aaron Rodgers go off the board in between, so Randy is back on the clock here. Boy, this is
1: kind of a rough spot because there's. The next really good running backs aren't really uh, workhorses yet on their teams, or they're older guys. I could kind of reach on a quarterback here. Uh, mm, I could go one of the tight ends, but somewhat early for me. I I think I I <laughs> I made a joke about this kind of last round, but I th- I think I'm gonna go DJ Chark here. And kind of solidify my entire roster here. Yeah, uh, so that I just I need I need another quarterback and another tight end, and then I start. But I'm picking whatever I want.
0: Because Clyde edwards hilaire is probably in a little bit better role to be relevant as a rookie right away than Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> um, was it close at all for you? Were you considering Taylor at all in that spot too? Uh, no,
1: no. I was gonna I was either gonna pick Kyler and just make it pure chaos for this league. Or Kenny Galladay. You do, uh, you do, expect, you do or, expect
0: Jonathan Taylor to be good, though, right?
1: I do like Jonathan Taylor. It's just he's not guaranteed a true workload off the start where yeah. Clyde is.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's right. I probably would have, I mean, I probably would have taken Edward Toler if you didn't. So, all right. So yeah. then let's go ahead. So Randy takes DJ Shark. Uh, then we see Debo Samuel, CD Lamb. And then that brings us back to Christian.
2: <clears throat> yeah, Sean, can you, uh, Flip over to the wide receivers for me, really quickly.
0: Yeah, because you're looking at So McLaurin, Judy, and Boyd,
3: mm-hmm. plus these guys. Mm, yes. Oh, and
0: I wonder who you want.
2: Um. <laughs> yes. So that's that's what I was hoping. Um, and so the way we're doing this, I, we may as well explain exactly yeah. how we're doing this. Sean's picking from his team, and then it uh auto picks through our team. So then we have to go back to the cheat sheet, which is why I needed to see the visual of Robert Woods still being there. While I do love Terry McLaurin and I think he's a really good dynasty asset to have, I put myself in a spot where I have to reach for an old guy. And Robert Woods is only twenty eight, twenty-seven, twenty-eight years old. So I'm gonna go with Robert Woods here. Twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, twenty-seven is and that's kind of old if you look at it for receivers um in dynasty at least but we just talked about it i mean that's my wide receiver two now now i'm feeling comfortable i don't think this is going to actually happen uh i might have to take him with the pick before but yeah uh let's go keenan not, Allen, robert woods i was gonna say not
1: keenan Allen there yeah right i mean and for me i would have considered robert woods with mine as well as cd lamb uh but i went with a young guy still in dj chark that has a more predominant role off the bat it, it was and literally i know where you're gonna get yeah i and i am i am especially in dynasty i am definitely one of those get the young guy proponents and i still tend to do really well no matter what so i'm not really that worried all okay. right and so let's back.
0: So let's move on it's here. Sort of so <laughs> we, see, we see DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary, Joe Burrow is finally taken off the board in the sixth round. Uh, so that gives Brandon both his quarterbacks. I bet he'd be happy about Wentz and Burrow. Uh, back to boot. back. That's crazy. Jerry Judy, JK Dobbins, Evan Ingram, Le'Veon Bell, and Matt Ryan, which brings us back to Christian. Um, so um, back
2: to, yeah, flip over to the cheat sheet, but man, I really like what uh the What it gave you. Which it so tight end premium, it's, it's an extra half point per uh, reception. The thing is, is I now have substantial investments in all of my positions, have a little more flexibility. Of course, I still need my third wide receiver to start, but there are some guys that I like down the board a little bit that I can take a chance that they'll get back to me, and I'm willing to reach on some of the younger guys. I swear to God, if one of you guys takes Michael Pittman Jr. before me, I'm going to be pissed off. Um, Everyone knows that that's my target anyway. But, um, I mean, guys like Devontae Parker are still on the board, uh, Jarvis Landry, Justin Jefferson. um, But the mock draft simulator gave me Mark Andrews, and I know I drafted George Kittle, but I imagine having those two guys – for the next what ten years, probably. I mean, they're both extremely young guys. Mark Andrews is twenty three years old. Um, in a I almost
0: had that in our dynasty league until I traded Andrews to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it, it, Mark Andrews is a guy that you can flex because he is the top option. We ne- don't necessarily project that coming into this year. He might.
0: They're gonna. Hit. I still think they're gonna throw more. I don't think they're gonna be able to run as yeah. much.
2: And, and if that's the case, I mean, I think Andrews does take – he might take yeah. a little bit of a hit, but you're also talking Hayden Hurst is gone. Um, and Lamar was good when he was thrown to his tight ends. So I'm taking Mark Andrews here. That's
1: crazy. Uh, I might actually – that's wild. I don't I, I actually just love how Christian just sat there and said, imagine having these two for the next 10 yeah, years. Right. Like he still has more than like two people on his roster in the second year of our league. Then he did like he traded yeah. everyone, and he right. keeps yeah, trading that's everyone. True. That's
2: true. <laughs> but, uh, I don't like trading top and tight ends. Like Mark Andrews, I have him on my other dynasty roster, and I won't trade him. He's young. He's a stud. So, right.
0: so moving on here, uh, we see Daniel Jones and James Conner off the board, which brings us back to Randy. He's gone three straight receivers. So, Randy, what do you think? All right, uh, can you show me the cheat sheet, please? <laughs>
1: I definitely want to look at this. Uh,
3: hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn, you won't. No, I, I, I won't.
4: You're right. You're right you won't. <laughs>
1: um, oof. I, I'm really not in love with this position. Can you scroll back up to the running backs, there, Sean? It's just, uh, it's not a great position for me.
2: Philip Lindsay's there. <laughs> right. Um.
1: <laughs> Hmm, it's, it's not a great position because I did go three receivers. That does fill up my roster, but like I said, I still have positions of need. I, wow, this is rough. I'm going to go... Dude, I'm going to go Chris Carson.
0: Uh, you bastard.
1: I just want to get another guy that I know is going to get a bunch of touches. worst case. Clyde's slow to start the year uh, with maybe not having as much training as he should have just because of all this corona stuff uh, so I'm going to take Carson that guarantees I have a solid RBT to start the year and three good running backs to end it
0: that was exactly going to be my reasoning to bring him in for Jonathan Taylor so that's a fair pick It was. Um,
1: I really wanted to go Cam Akers for the just picking all youth here but I'm not, I'm not doing that because I also want to win
0: yeah, I mean, again, that's kind of my thought process because now it's to me as Zach Ertz comes off the board.
2: Yeah, and that, was that a snipe? Are you taking, sure? like, no, yeah, are they going to go hard. Okay. Are you nervous at all? I guess this is a good question. Are you nervous at all that you don't have a tight end and all the, even most of the tier that you were talking about are gone?
0: No, because you still have Henry and Waller. I, I have back to back picks here. Yeah, and I said I put, I put Henry, Waller, um, Ertz, and <coughs> Andrews all kind of in the same tier to begin with. Got it. After you get past the first two. So for me, the problem is, like, K-makers make sense. But do I really want to start with two of my three running backs being straight-up rookies who nobody knows what their roles are going to be? Because right now, the running backs I'm looking at are k Kareem Hunt, Keyshawn Vaughn, David Johnson. David Johnson isn't a bad choice as a third running back, I think. Um, I'm more high on him than... I, I talked about it already. I'm I'm high on him this year. <sighs> this sucks.
3: carry on, there. Shut up.
0: I think for <laughs> my first... <laughs> for my first pick, sh- sh- I am going to go Tua. Tua? Um, I think he's eventually going to become the best quarterback in this class, and I will eventually be able to pair him with Mayfield, whether it's He's going to, I think he's still going to play at some point. I think I statted out uh, about five games for Ryan Tanner, not Ryan Tanner, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then the rest for Tua. So after like week six, Baker and Tua as my two quarterbacks, I feel really good about that. So now my second pick, I still think I need to go another running back here. Like I said, I have three top receivers, so I don't need to worry about that as much. Or I could just lock down McLaurin, lock down a flex play. Make people trade me running backs because I have all the good receivers. <sighs> let me let me get because this is my draft. If you guys were in my spot, would you go Acres and just take two of the three rookie running backs?
1: I'm gonna let Christian comment because uh, I pick very closely after you. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would I would go
2: I would go with the strategy of hoarding receivers. Um so I've found in our dynasty league that hoarding turns into a good situation. So look at what Randy has, look at what yeah. I did with my tight ends, um and then look at what uh Papa Suits was able to do with his running backs. And so it, if that's the case, I'm taking wide receiver here and I'm just going to keep stacking them because honestly, man, I'd be sending you a trade as soon as this is over. Like or realistically, if that's not the option you want to go with, I would trade this pick because you can't decide, and that's when the best option yeah. would be to trade.
0: I think for the sake of it, I will go ahead and take Terry McLaurin here. Um, he's going to have another good year. He's clearly the best option in Washington right now. So I'll uh, I'll wait on running back, hope that another one gets back to me because I, I do think it's possible that I could see David Johnson get back to me in the next round. Yeah, oh, very I think he's going to be scared away by people. But uh, so I'll go ahead and take Terry McLaurin. Carry on, Johnson comes off the board, and Randy, you're back on the board with your next pick here in round eight.
3: Okay. Hmm.
1: Well, <laughs> sorry, my the screen share is like a little bit of a lag for me, so I'm like sitting here waiting, like, ah, who, who went? Yeah, it's just not doing anything for me. So
3: all right, well.
1: Can you can you uh, give me a breakdown of what happened there? <laughs> Cause it's yeah, not...
0: so so right now, um, carry on came off the board. So the top guys are Boyd, Acres, Landry, Thielen, Jefferson, Jalen Rieger, Marlon Mack, um, Kareem Hunt, Keyshawn Vaughn. Those are the guys you'd
3: be looking at. Oof, Keyshawn Vaughn. Do so it.
1: Mm. can you go back to the board? Are so... you back? Can yeah, see him, I no. I reloaded it, yeah. Right. Uh for me here, it's really do I want to get back to running back to keep bolstering? Do I want to take another receiver? Do I get my tight end first or do I get my next quarterback? And for me, I think I'm going next quarterback here, uh just to get it over with uh so I can have a lot of flexibility and I'm going the Mr. Super Elite not elite Matthew Stafford you motherfucker. And I, and I did it very well, hundred percent, just to snipe him from Christian. Yeah, there, I was, pro- I was probably. Kidding. Besides him being a very good quarterback, it was literally just to piss off Christian. That's <laughs> yeah. entirely is, why I did which
0: it. is definitely something that I have a strategy with too. Uh,
1: and right. Christian is known for overpay for his loved players.
4: Indeed,
2: indeed, so yeah. I, w- so I'm. I'll be honest with how the board played out right there. I wouldn't have taken Stafford. Just yet. I would have waited and hoped that he came back. But
1: so. looking, looking at the board, there was a lot of teams that only had one quarterback. You looking at the yeah. board, he just went to a – it could have scared a lot of people. And me taking Stafford is going to scare a lot of people. There's going to be people – there's most likely going to be a run before my next pick. Either yeah. way, but me taking a guy I really believe in as my QB2 – and now I can get a young guy or two the next few rounds and just solidify this completely.
0: See, I mean, I'm in, and I'm in the opposite spectrum. I took a young guy already, so I can take more of the Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo type if they do fall back to me in the ninth round.
1: Well, especially with a guy like Tua. You, yeah, you, right. you have to get one of those
0: yeah. like, older guys. That the second you, guy that I know. Is yeah. Hell, I can even go around Tannehill. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you very well could. So we see Kirk Cousins come off the board, then Cam Akers did go. So Christian is back on the board at 806. What are you thinking? This is this isn't easy. Um, however,
2: I so I still only have two running backs and I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Um,
1: yeah. It was but, it was very hard for me not to take Cam Akers and I feel really bad for you that you got sniped there.
2: But the thing <laughs> is is I'm I'm gonna have to do this. Like I'd be going to gonna yeah. This is how it's gonna go. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens if I take another receiver because I still only have two of those too. So
0: And part of that's the reason we mock is to yeah. see how things go.
2: So Christian have to see what happens. I am between Adam Thielen and Devontae Parker here. I think Adam Thielen has a huge bounce back year, but he's also old as shit. Um, he's, not <laughs> he's, not, he's like 29 30, which is old for receivers. Um mm,
1: it's old for running backs.
2: It's 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 getting old for receivers, yeah. but if I'm okay. between Ooh and Michael Gallup, oh um fuck. I'm going Devontae Parker here because he's the top option on his team in an offense that tends to ignore tight ends. I know they're going to be running a little more. There's going to be a rookie quarterback there, but Devontae Parker really had his breakout last year. And for
0: him to Coming be. from I, the world's biggest uh, world's biggest Mike Kosicki fan.
2: It's true. I am concerned about having Mike Kosicki. Do you want him in the other league? You can have
0: him. I um. <laughs> might take him back. I, I might take you up on that. Um, so let's move on here. So Tyler Boyd, Jared Goff, Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry. Fuck. Back to the ninth round Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rieger. So we see two rookie receivers come off the board our first two i believe um no we had cd lamb go i apologize and jerry judy um so then sam darnold michael gallup so uh b mill ends with Goff and darnold those two quarterbacks michael gallup then it's back to christian
2: um hit me with the list of quarterbacks so you also have lock you also have lock
0: and garoppolo that were taken
2: correct yes
0: well in theory yes Yes, um
3: I am going to go
2: Raheem Mostert. That is going to be my pick. And I'm sniping him from Randy, I know. Um, <clears throat> I don't think Randy cares
0: as much as he, you did.
2: No, 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 definitely not. But Raheem Mostert is a guy that could very well end up very near RB1. For him to be my RB3 is outstanding. I can afford to wait on quarterback because I have my young stud and Dak I'm comfortable waiting and getting a project um a little bit later so
0: All right so then moving on here what we see Will Fuller and Jimmy Garoppolo come off the board meaning it's back to Randy
1: Yeah uh can you give me that uh, cheat sheet there friend? Uh, <laughs> I do not like what they gave me
0: They gave you Christian Kirk
1: Yeah that's not happening All right so I obviously shouldn't go QB here cuz I just Semi-reach, not really though, especially in a super flex. Uh this league isn't valuing QBs probably as highly as it should so far. Uh, but there was a run, like I said, what happened because I took Stafford and you took uh Tua. Tua. I personally
0: Right now it looks like sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but Christian is the only team to not have two quarterbacks.
1: Exactly. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, go back to the cheat sheet. I am thinking the running backs I'm not in love with. Um, receivers I do really like, but you had a struggle last <laughs> rounds. I am going Darren Waller. Okay. I'm just getting my tight end that I believe is a tight end one, and even with a should be dropping targets and everything, but should be an increase in touchdowns. So. We'll see how that goes. And oh. it uh, screws, it somewhat screws you a second, but uh, <laughs> that's the point. I'm trying to screw you over here and get the guy I want.
0: Right. That's fine. I understand. Um, but to be honest with you, I probably value Hunter Henry a little bit over him.
1: Uh, but see, and there's the other thing. I'm also not trying to have identical rosters in multiple dynasty leagues. I'm trying to, I do want some of the guys. I do want to kind of switch around though. And I have Hunter Henry in our other one. He is injury prone to an extent. So I wanted to get a little bit different uh, with Waller here, especially it's uh, a Raider. I, I want to see him do well.
0: I am trying to figure out why I can't. Fix this. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I, have broke, okay. I have broken. I have broken. That's um, fine. I will. I will go back in a second because I know that's fine. I know you go Waller and then I wasn't going to take the guy anyway. So um, I, this actually works out for me because David Johnson is the guy I was considering taking in my last round. As my RB three, so I'm gonna ha- go ahead and take him here as my third running back. So this way, I can go one of two ways. If I value Hunter Henry enough, I can go tight end here, or I can wait and I can select my. Th- I'm, I'm looking to probably go third quarterback, which that's what I'm gonna do. And I like the fact that Drew Locke ended up falling to me here with this pick, and uh, he's obviously going to be the starter. I'm gonna go Drew Locke. That's
2: it's a different. Pick. And now we sit and wait While Sean fixes
0: <laughs> The
2: draft board
0: <laughs> Alright so I take David Johnson And Drew Locke that works out pretty well for me Now we're back to Randy um, We just saw Christian Kirk go off the board In between us so Randy's back on the clock here
1: Um this is kind of a weird Spot for me Uh Cause there's receivers kind of all over the place here Oof. Um, I definitely need another running back as well, but I'm not absolutely in love with the things that kind of fall in here. I'm going to
3: go... I'm going to go... Mm, I really don't like this spot, but I'm going to go
1: Hollywood Brown here. Uh, it's just a guy I believe in in Baltimore. I think he's going to be the number one option, especially deep. Know, he should have not Tyreek Hill-type numbers, but that's the that's the kind of model he's going after. He's never going to have those numbers with Lamar Jackson, though.
4: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Dude, what is this thing doing to me? My lord. Sorry, I should have commented on your pick, but I noticed that they gave me a third tight end fantasy. <laughs> why, why are we doing this? Um,
1: it doesn't even know it's a tight end premium, and that's the best part. It's just, there, you will know, do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so you
2: took Hollywood Brown. Sean, can you flip over to the cheat sheet?
3: Look at the other guy he gave you, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not happening. 0%. did you flip over to the cheat sheet yes he did okay
0: oh i wonder who he's going to target here
3: well (sighs) he could probably go next pick with that yeah that's fair all right so i could probably wait until next pick
2: but i'm not gonna i don't think uh, I might scroll up to uh, quarterbacks for me.
0: All right, so you also had Justin Herbert and Garoppolo. Justin Herbert, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, and James Winston.
2: Yeah, why is James Winston going before Drew? Brees? I understand it's dynasty, but <laughs> what in the world? That's so bad. Um, I feel as though my team is very win now. And I'm going to do something a little
3: crazy here. And no, I'm not.
2: I can't. I can't do this. What well, were you? No.
4: <laughs> Keep center 100.
2: I'm going to reach on Michael Pittman Jr.
1: So, literally the opposite of what you just said. My <laughs> team's yeah. very win now. So, I'm going to reach on a rookie receiver. <laughs> I don't.
2: And I think Michael Pittman is going to be very relevant. I think he's going to have a wide receiver two type of year.
1: He've I mean, so he's it's well I'm not discrediting Michael Pittman at all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just, okay. yeah, I don't so know we, how it went there.
0: We do see Hunter Henry come off the board uh, with the next pick to, to Danny, and then Darius Geis, um, Garoppolo got flipped, and Nikhil Harry, and then Noah Fant, Keyshawn Vaughn, James Winston, as Christian said, comes, still comes off the board before. Um, Tom Brady or not Tom Brady before Drew Brees and Tom Brady I guess so Christian you're back on the clock
2: I'm gonna take Drew Brees that's who I was gonna take with my last pick I knew he would be there that's also a reach Um, I'm comfortable reaching a little bit when I feel as though I can win if my second quarterback is Drew Brees um, I'm feeling pretty solid even if it's a one-year type of thing
0: So right now, Christian's team is looking Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker, Michael Pittman, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, and Drew Brees.
2: Yeah, I love that. Give me all of that. If that's how this draft works, I am. And
0: Mark Andrews. For some reason, this is getting some of the picks here, but and Mark Andrews. So, Randy, we see Tannehill, Brady come off the board. Back to you with your 11th round pick.
1: Yeah, that kind of. Limits what I would do at quarterback here. I'd probably wait, just because uh, my quarterbacks have different buys already, so I'm not really that worried. Um, can you go to the cheat sheet for just so I can see running backs and receivers here? Okay, it's doing the lag again. Sorry. <laughs> uh, can you just sh- read them to me real quick? Yeah, you have Sonny
0: Michelle, Mark Ingram, Zach Moss, Daryl Henderson. Then you also have Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, Deontay Johnson. Now, these hmm. are all based on Fantasy Pros rank.
3: Yes. So, basically, because... And Mike Williams. Mm. I'm going to go...
1: Wow, I really don't like those. But I'm not going to go with what they told me to do. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad option because it absolutely screws you, and I love that. But
0: no, so, <laughs> because no, I. My mind.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go actually, Mark Ingram here just to get another guy that I feel at least for the first half will be a bit of a workhorse. And I've drafted him last year in our other dynasty league and traded him after the first blow up game of his. I'll probably do the exact same. I'll give you Mark
0: Ingram the third.
1: I wouldn't have been happy.
0: <laughs> uh right.
1: No, I, I just really, I am definitely a, a guy that really loves to get all the running backs he can. And I do f- already feel strong in my receivers and my tight end and my quarterbacks. So getting a guy that I might be able to trade if I don't see his value staying up later is perfect for me
0: that's fine and then i see mike williams go off the board which is a good spot for me because right now i'm looking at baker mayfield jonathan taylor david montgomery deandre hopkins chris godwin kenny galladay terry mclaurin david johnson Andrew Locke with tua and waiting hit with him waiting in the wings this is really good I, I feel really good about how the draft has fallen to me right now because austin hooper is a guy that i've really i i like this year Um, And I like the stack. I I like pairing him with Baker Mayfield. So I'm going to go Austin Hooper as my tight end there. Now I can go a couple different ways. I could go back-to-back tight ends and lock up Dallas Goddard for the long term. I could go Sonny Michelle or Zach Moss, go rookie. To be honest with you guys, as a fourth running back, I'm going to go Sonny Michelle. I think he's due for a decent season. Um, they're I think they're going to run the ball more in New England. I've stated that out, so I will take Sonny Michelle with that pick.
3: It's a decent pick. I mean, as your RB4, that's value for
0: sure. Yeah, fair enough. Third year. Yeah. Um, all right, Christian. So, well, me Randy,
3: Randy. Oh, oh, Randy, you're right. Man, it really wants me to get Mike Kosecki. Uh,
1: <laughs> hmm. Join the two tight end club. It's not a bad play with tight end premium because I can't use them in a flex. Exactly. Uh, I don't necessarily love everything that's here. As I said in my last pick, I am actually going to... Can you pull up the list of tight ends?
3: Okay. Because Gusecki's probably the best option. But I just want to see everyone, really. I... You know what? No.
1: I'm not going there. Mm. (laughs) I'm not going there just because there's a few that I still really like. I'm going to go... That's really tough. Yeah, I'm sorry for taking a little bit of time here. But I'm going to go...
0: Oh, my God. That is, I really don't like this. So this is, we have four hours per pick in our actual draft. Randy is acting like we have four hours per pick in our mock draft. Too. Yeah,
1: I know. I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> take Gasicki, you coward. I'm not taking Gasicki. I'm going to be taking...
3: Mm, I'm going to oh take... God, I, I'm going to
1: shut the hell up. I'm taking Brandon Ayuk here. <laughs> all right. If you, if you didn't cut me off there, I was done. <laughs> no i I really just want a young another young receiver in here um, I don't love the running backs that were falling uh, I wasn't in love with the quarterback. There's a few tight ends I still believe in as my tight end two and three so for me it was just hard it was a hard choice there that would definitely be one of the times where I take a little bit of the clock just to or get trade the, out of it yeah, yeah possibly i I don't think there's gonna be a lot of trades in this startup yeah, I don't um, feel like it either It we didn't see it like a lot. That. last year. It doesn't seem like that type of crowd. Uh, maybe Christian would do something here if he was really <laughs> in love with the player to move up a couple spots. Yeah, I'm
0: not moving back up two picks after I took Sony Michelle.
1: No, you'd have to give up too much. You
0: wouldn't. Yeah. So, for you. Damian Williams, Daryl Henderson, come off the board. Christian, back to you. Uh,
3: this pick.
2: Um, can you allow me? Yeah, that's what I want to see. My team
0: um this this isn't a, remember you also have there's, a, there's someone there's someone that this system keeps forgetting so like you have robert woods this doesn't have you saying showing you have robert woods or mark andrews that's interesting
2: okay um so it, it's between a young receiver here which i already have one in michael pittman um and another promising running back, um, in terms of, can I get some value out of them? If one of my running backs goes down in this case, I need, I need some more running backs. Um, and I'm going to go with Ronald Jones because I am of the firm belief that Ronald Jones is going to be the starter in Tampa. Uh, I'm not a huge Keyshawn Vaughn fan. And I think Ronald Jones is going to be I would say RB2, RB3. Right now, he'd be my RB4, so I'll roll with it. Oh, man,
0: that's not what I wanted to happen. So we see Justin Herbert, Michael Hardman, Denzel Mims, who I'm guessing is Christian's rookie receiver that he was looking at, come off the board. Matt Breida, then Rashad Penny, Darius Slayton, A.J. Green, Zach Moss. Back to Christian. I need to see the cheat sheet, sir. <laughs> I
2: am not taking that guy.
0: Please, sir. Cheat sheet. What's wrong with T. Higgins?
2: I'm he not he's Higgins, not a believer man. in T. Higgins. Uh, can you scroll back up
3: actually? No. Um. Can you scroll
2: back down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate this guy.
2: <laughs> uh all right. So here is where I would consider. Um, snagging another, obviously young receiver. Cause I just talked about that. Um, I don't want T Higgins on my team. I would also consider grabbing Tony Pollard here. Um, because I drafted. That would make sense. And yep. And I don't think he'd get back to me. And I think that's one of the best handcuffs to have other than Alexander Madison. I don't think there's a better one. Um, but that would give me three Cowboys already. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeah. Three Cowboys and my bye weeks are fucked. Um, so I'm going to go. It, I don't, it doesn't matter. I need the handcuff. Uh, do I need the handcuff? Fuck. Um
0: Dude, it's a mock draft. I know.
2: It, it, it's a reach for the handcuff, though. And I think I want to go Deontay Johnson instead, okay. which I also accidentally sniped from Randy, I think. Uh, I statted out Deontay Johnson, and I oh. have an option. Like, I think he's a wide receiver. Two, borderline three. Maybe three, borderline four at this point. But
0: I'll yeah, take I'm-
1: I'm not a happy camper. Um, not a, not at all.
0: T.A. It's Claypool. Back to Randy.
1: My God, dude. I just got screwed <laughs> there. Uh, can you go back to the cheat sheet? I, oh, my. I had That was like my mind was made up. I was doing that. Didn't give a crap. Um, I'm not entirely in love with anything there. Uh, can you scroll up a bit, please? Um,
3: that's fine. Give, hmm. give it's me. Away. No, it's not
1: worth it to me. Uh, give me, give me James White. I want to, okay. I want to flex play at running back. I can guarantee a certain amount of points from every week. I uh, and it allows me. The the running back field gets very dire here. I just want to get one more guy for sure. I can believe yeah. him.
0: So you weren't feeling AJ Dillon.
1: Uh, not in the long run. I think he could be very valuable. Uh, and I still have a shot to get him again. It's just, I just didn't like it there.
0: All right. So I'm back on the clock and I'm at the point where I can kind of just start drafting best available. I have three quarterbacks. I have four running backs. I have four wide receivers. I only have one tight end though. So I talked about it last round. I considered going back to back with the tight ends. I'm going to take Dallas Goddard because I believe in him in a dynasty league, just slightly above TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson was also still on the board. I was considering that, but I will take Dallas Goddard as my second tight end. And now taking a look at the receivers that are on the board. I like some of these guys. I don't like some of these guys. There's one that I think there's, there's one that I think might fall back to me. And I think it's a little bit of a reach
3: if I do take him here. It's a long fall, man. It is. So with that, I'm going to take Jameson Crowder.
2: It's a good pick. I've been He's, mocking him in every single mock I've done. He's and I just, don't
0: have, I just don't think he would have gotten back to me in the, in the 15th. All right. So back to Randy. Um, Julian Edelman <laughs> goes off the board and now it's back to him, which is probably another snipe by the computer.
1: Yeah, I'm not I am not happy today <laughs> about what's going on. Honestly, I, I don't expect enormous things from Edelman, but I do like him a lot. Just the also, way this, that, gives,
0: that gives Steve seven receivers.
1: Don't lo- it seems Eight. like something Steve That's would
0: do. Steve, yeah.
1: um, that, wow, this is a really weird fall yeah. of the draft board to me. Of the people here that I see that have gone, there's two people, three people that really
3: I value <sighs> because of positional strength. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. little two. over. Nope. Two.
2: Nope. Damn, uh, okay,
1: so the three people I'm talking about are <laughs> Preston Williams, Teddy Bridgewater, and TJ Hawkinson. Um, because there is a good amount of... Of quarterbacks I think left that I like and I think I can get a tight end back. I'm gonna go Preston Williams here. I know Christian wouldn't go him because he has Parker. Uh Preston Williams is one of my draft crushes from last year. Uh I just have to go with him here. I love what he does on the field and I, I want him on my team for a football reasons.
0: <laughs> so do you do you also like what he does off the field then?
1: I, I uh maybe nowadays. Yeah. I, I don't know. Probably I not. Haven't heard it. I haven't heard <laughs> anything of what he does nowadays. So we see
0: Tevin Coleman and Jordan Howard come off the board and it's back to Christian. And this is Tony Pollard.
2: Okay. I can't let the handcuff get away. I don't like the situation I'm in, but it's worth it to have Zeke's handcuff when Zeke's handcuff is
0: so talented. I don't All like
2: right. the next guy that came off the
3: fucking board.
0: Damn it. So we see Tariq Cohen <laughs> that one, Sterling Shepard, Lavisca Chenal, Alexander Madison, Teddy Bridgewater, Marvin Jones, John Brown, AJ Dillon, back to Christian. Boy, this system really wants you to have Dwayne Haskins.
1: <laughs> that's I think that's three straight rounds that's us give it to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm go to the cheat sheet, but that
2: actually, I mean, I'm I'm on Dwayne Haskins believer. Um I can't see the cheat sheet. Did you go to the cheat sheet? This I system. did. I fucking hate technology. All right. Um, all right. So Dwayne Haskins, Gardner Minshew, Derek Carr, Philip Rivers are basically oh Jarrett Stidham are the only like this year for sure starters. Um, man, 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 man. All right. Are you
0: gonna um, say what Haskins?
2: No, I'm going to go to Gardner Minshew. Okay. Did I do it All again, right. Randy? Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you didn't look at the cheat sheet. I already knew he was there. I just wanted to confirm that
0: my eyes weren't lying. All right, Randy. So we see Hawkinson and Jeffrey. Uh, are you going to Wayne Haskins? Um,
1: I I don't think so here. Uh, can you go to the cheat sheet? I will look at positions here. Um. I do need a second tight end. Uh, but you don't. So I could wait. Steve um, probably does. Steve's Steve. Steve <laughs> I'm not in love with any of these running backs here. So that's probably no. So can you scroll down the receiver quick?
0: Can I just you in a kicker?
3: Not a chance because we don't even have him. Uh <laughs> give me give me a that's your pick, right?
0: Is Anthony no. Miller still
3: available? Yes, he yes. is. Honestly, you know what? You love him.
1: I don't love Anthony Miller. Give me give me Mike Gusecki here.
0: Smart.
1: I'm just going to solidify the tight end, and I'm just done with it. Because I, I want to see what falls back to me after you. Okay. Because there was another receiver I really liked there, but it was kind of a reach. <laughs>
0: Eight receivers for Steve.
1: Yeah, how does not know? just does not know?
0: <laughs> All right, so it's back to me. All uh, right, I don't, I'm not in love with these running backs either. I agree with Randy, but I feel like I should go there because I went receiver last round.
1: See, and that's and that's exactly why I went James White because I was like, this is going to yeah. drop off soon. But,
0: but I, I it's it. my, it would be my fifth receiver or my running back. So. I kind of like what Anthony McFarland brings, but I also like Darrington Evans to have him as a rookie.
1: Hey, you could do both in Antonio Gibson.
0: It's the same, same, same. Get both. Yeah, right. Um, Randy, what do you think about Damien Harris? If you uh, have, you feel I, a lot of them, would if you do I, have,
1: I no. Um, I don't expect him to get a ton of touches this year, and I just don't know. I don't think he brings a ton. Of, he brings more value than last year for sure. I just don't see him as a huge, I mean, I I don't see them, uh, if things don't go well with Stidham, I don't see them like hanging on to any of these running backs for the future.
0: That's fine. So I'm going to go ahead and take Darrington Evans. I think not only is he a great handcuff to Derrick Henry, if something happens to Henry, I think Evans is going to be a big play. But um, I think Evans has value beyond this year as I think he could become a Tony Pollard or a Alexander Madison when it comes to the handcuff role. Um, He
1: he also may be the pass catching back this year uh, because we know that's not Henry's strong suit anywhere near, and Henry's on a franchise tag. So,
0: Exactly, so it's possible (laughs) Evans could be the starting running back in Tennessee next year. So I'll go him there. And now I think Christian is the only guy that would do this other than me here, so I don't think I need to worry about it because he just went Gardner Minshew. Christian, who do you think I'm talking about?
3: Uh Mitch Trubisky? No. Jared Stidham. Jordan Love?
0: <laughs> I was I was considering going Jordan Love, but and because to the point where Christian I think might take him, but I don't think he will because he just took Gardner Minshew. So I will take the last of one of the last young starting quarterbacks. I will take Dwayne Haskins.
1: All right. And that's <laughs> it's interesting that you say that. But I'll wait until it's my turn again. Well, and because you did that, that forces my hands kind of here uh, to select a quarterback. Um, and for me, I think Philip Rivers may be a better option this year specifically, but I'm going to go with a guy I can with my tight end, and I'm going Derek Carr Swat. as my QB3. I don't have, I have Lamar's a young guy. The other guys aren't really truly young, uh, but I can still get a young guy later in this draft that won't be doing much this year, but could be later.
0: Okay. So we see Corey Davis, Cam Newton, back to Christian.
2: So you kind of tipped your hand there, Sean. And I was considering going Jordan Love with my next pick before you said something. Um, I don't know that I will with this first pick because he'll get back to me for sure.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: but, but to, and to be honest with you it, but for me it was between Haskins and Love I wouldn't also take Love after I took Haskins.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. Because one of those two wasn't going to get back to me. You were going to take either Haskins or Love, I think.
2: Yeah. I would have taken if Haskins was still there I'd probably still take him. Yeah, um, yeah right. So who are you who my are Love or Love. Um, with this pick I, I yeah. With this pick I'm going to go with Naheem Hines because They've talked about how they're going to use him, um, how he's still going to be on the field. He is their primary pass catching back with Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. I think that's a guy I can play. And if I'm getting him in the, what, 17th round, 16th round, um, I'm comfortable with that. And then with this second pick, obviously Jordan Love's still there. I'm going to reach a little bit on Jordan Love because I believe in the player to just a ridiculous degree. Like I shouldn't probably. but I'm willing to throw him on the taxi squad and wait.
1: I, I do have a question for you there. If Phil Rivers didn't go right before you, would you have picked him and had a legit quarterback to play this year and possibly next year? Because we mm-hmm. both know that there's a solid chance of love isn't quarterbacking for a couple to a few years sure. Um I wouldn't just because I
2: went Drew Brees earlier, so I don't want to have two guys that I'll lose yeah. in the next two
1: years. That's very fair. Yeah. And right after you went the guy I was hoping to target Brian Edwards. Yes. That I, I do think he could have a really good role this year. Uh, I'm really bad about that, to be honest with you. Um, but I am going to go along with the computer here and take Anthony McFarlane. Uh, I really could use a super young back. I don't think McFarlane might have a ton of value this year, but I do like what he brings to, to this team. Uh, And for me, I need a guy that he may be on my taxi squad this year, but screw it. I I need backs of the future.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So that brings it to me. Um, I see that Devontae Freeman came off the board right before me, who there is talks that he might be signing with the Eagles. Um, That is something everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> well, they said they linked him to the seahawks but obviously they signed hyde and there was tampa i believe also but tampa didn't offer him but they did say that the eagles actually did offer him a contract to me it's either he goes to the eagles or he retires it's one of those two uh i
1: don't know if it's that drastic It's i mean there's always running back injury so he might just be kind of waiting for a yeah. spot at a certain point here
0: okay so back to me here um the receivers that are on the board between James Washington, D.D. Westbrook, Emmanuel Sanders, Golden Tate are all kind of in the same tier to me. But one of these guys is not like the other when it comes to a potential injury. If there's an injury to Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders is a huge, huge value. So I'm going to go Emmanuel Sanders here as my sixth receiver. Um, and he's a guy that I think I can play right away. I could even maybe start him some weeks with... Michael Thomas I just want to give it a couple of weeks to see how that receiving core shakes out what Drew Brees does and for my next pick I kind of want to go another young guy I'm going to take Irv Smith it's a good pick I like it I feel bad that I haven't sniped either of you guys yet but well
3: we'll see how that goes uh, <laughs> I just so, want to see uh, D.D. Westbrook and then K.J. Be Hamler
0: well, Randy. Technically, it has you taking KJ Hamler, but you're on the clock.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of slow for me, oh, so I'm gonna reload that. Um, but I do know a guy I was kind of looking at. Just give me, you know, hold on. I don't want to give it away here. Hold on, let me. See. I'm pretty sure I saw him go, though. I think Christian knows exactly what I'm talking about,
3: so I kind of have to play this right. Um. Mm, I don't like this,
1: but I have Can you can you scroll up and show me all my receivers quick? I, I know I, I know most of them but so, KJ,
0: so Preston Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Marquise Brown, DJ Chark, Allen Robinson, AJ Brown.
3: Mm. Give
1: me Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Damn it. Just, just do it. Damn it. Give me him. A-
0: so you think Renfro still has value? when he he's arguably the fourth receiver for that team.
1: Uh, not I not. think he's arguably going to be the top targeted receiver.
0: So does Tyrell Williams just disappear?
1: Yeah, uh, there's actually there's talks of Tyrell possibly being a cap casualty as well. With if they see enough from like guys like Rugs and Edwards here, uh, I don't think they should do that because they they didn't have depth last year and that was kind of a problem for them. But for me, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, for me, I just I love Renfro is always going to be on the field. He's always going to be in that target range that Carr likes. So now I have Carr and Waller and Renfro, the people he's most likely going to throw to you the most, and I'll take that.
0: <laughs> All right, then Latavius Murray and Thomas off the board. Back to you, Christian.
1: I'm going to stick with what the
2: simulator gave me and I'm going to take golden Tate. Um I mentioned earlier I feel pretty win now and I haven't really gone win now with many of my recent picks. Of course we're getting into the later stages of the draft so uh that's not a huge deal but if I'm able to get golden Tate who could be the leading target getter outside of maybe Darius Slayton, maybe Sterling Shepard. Evan Ingram's not going to stay healthy. Um, if he can be Daniel Jones's kind of go-to, I think I can start him too. And realistically in the 18th round, you're looking at getting guys that you could potentially start, or you're just willing to stash. Uh okay. and so, I'll take the willing to start.
0: So Chase Edmonds, James Washington, Lynn Bowden to sweet, uh, Andy and Isabella, and then Roy Freeman. And then the simulator actually has Brandon take Jalen hurts when he already has Carson Wentz. I've seen that in a couple mock drafts that I've done, as well as my other Dynasty League. The guy who took Carson Wentz actually traded up to get Jalen Hurts. So you don't always see a handcuffed quarterback, but I think with Wentz and Hurts, I think that's definitely a real possibility that you will see happen. For sure. You know Benjamin and KJ Hamler, which means it's back to Christian for his last pick of what we're doing here. Yeah, hit me with the cheat sheet. Who's Kenny Bell? I've seen him go all the time in the
2: yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, I should know who that is, probably. Can you scroll down to tight ends for me, please? Oh, never mind.
3: Never mind. Uh, Oh, maybe, though.
0: I know, Just snipe it from him again. Just do it. Who cares?
2: Uh, I don't think his, this is his target. I'm going Boston Scott. I need to oh, get okay. my second handcuff here. Um, oh, yeah. That's, I mean, imagine having... The, the double handcuff after 19 <laughs> rounds, I'm cool. Sounds
1: pretty desperate to me. Um, <laughs> Sounds pretty <laughs> smart, dude. Uh, can you actually do the cheat sheet for me? I want to get this last. See, up. I would
0: uh, say I would need a handcuff for my third running back, but you guys know how I feel about Duke Johnson.
1: All right. Uh, can you scroll up to the
3: top for me?
1: Um, okay, so I did get a young running back already. I, I want to get a fourth quarterback in Young here, so give me Jared Stidham.
3: I hate you. I've been
2: actually looking at getting him in drafts because you believe in him. I don't
1: as much, but... I I believe I believe in his opportunity. Exactly. I believe in a lot of his skill set. We still have to see it come to fruition and transition to the NFL.
0: Now, this will be our last pick, I'm on the clock. um, Because I think I would eventually snipe Randy at some point here with the next two picks, I'm going to wrap this up with Devin DuVernay. Oh,
1: yeah, and I would have taken DuVernay there probably if I didn't have Hollywood Brown.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Uh, While I did do that in our other league, it was just a specifically rookie draft for the season, so obviously Mm -hmm. I went with a guy I believed in.
0: All right, so that wraps it up. My The way my starting lineup looks, I'll just go through our starters. I won't go through our bench. Baker Mayfield, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Austin Hooper, Terry McLaurin, David Johnson, and Tua Tagovailoa slash Drew Locke. Randy yep. is looking at Lamar Jackson, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, A.J. Brown, D.J. Chark, Alan Robinson, Darren Waller, Mark Ingram, Marquise Brown, and Matt Stafford. And then Christian ends up with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker, Robert Woods, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, Mark Andrews, and Drew Brees.
1: Yeah. Is looking back anything you guys would change? For for me, I think I, I I would have to relook at the board, but I would definitely be considering instead of DJ Charker running back there. I think I, would, I, I really love that three wide receivers I have that are all gonna be about the same finishes and could Possibly be wide receiver ones, but I, like I said before, I I am in love with getting a bunch of running backs. I know it's dynasty. Wide receivers live longer, basically, <laughs> but uh, I I definitely want to have a a great product at the running back position. I think I did okay in the depth, but I'm not loving everything I got.
0: I would go back and change and take a guy like Dak Prescott over Kenny Galladay.
2: I would I would wait for Kenny Galladay and not take Dak Prescott. So. You can go ahead and accept that trade if you want.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the thing. If uh, I would, if you would have taken Dak, I would have had to choose
0: between, between. Galat and
1: Brown. Yeah, and that's a tough choice for me. So,
0: but in all honesty, I think I feel with the way this panned out, if I can get a team like this to get David Montgomery, David Johnson, five, four rounds later as my third running back, and add Terry McLaurin to that as my fourth receiver, like I am very have but and adding and even Austin Hooper as a tight as my tight end. If I can get this team in our actual draft, I will feel very good.
1: Yeah, and I I really like my team, even though I I set a possible flaw in it, but like this is this will
0: make my Cleveland dynasty team by far my third favorite of my three dynasty teams. (laughs) Yeah. But I do think I made some trades to help that team out a lot too this year. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. All right.
1: Yeah we'll we'll have to an episode towards the season we'll have to go over what we're looking like at those because we Uh, we brag and complain about that a lot but we don't really go in depth with what we have
0: (laughs) hopefully by the end of by when we're recording next week we'll have the results for our super flex draft i had no promises because this is a four hour per pick draft and we're pausing it at night so it could last through next weekend but we'll update you guys on how we did how we feel um other than that go follow us on everything at the Cut FFL. Like I said, we're going to be ramping up our stuff, especially once the calendar turns to June, which it has, it's 1233 on Monday morning. Um, Hit up our website, officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Stay tuned on that front Um, and tell your friends about us, leave us reviews, just get us out there. We're doing what we can. Um, We're hoping we're putting a good product out for you guys, but let us know how we can get better. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell your dog. I don't even care. Put put it on for your dog when you leave. I don't even care. I I I do like that a lot. But for Randy Hall, Christian Williams, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you next week. We go!